0: central mailbag edition here in the kintech studio kintech footwear and orthotics canada's favorite orthotics provider supported by over 2500 five-star google reviews it is dan Riccio and satyar shah with a special podcast exclusive edition of the canuck central friday mailbag
1: yeah we're uh getting ahead of it.
0: (laughs) we got a lot of questions coming in already today, as usual, at Satyar Shah. That's where you reply to the prompt for your questions on Canucks and everything else. A lot of life stuff and whatever else it may be. All right, let's get to it here on Canucks
2: Central. Dan Richo, Satyar Shah, and producer Josh Elliott-Wolf. Hello. We will start with Miles. If the Canucks can't move Garland or Bessard due to term attached... How likely are they to move Anthony Beauvillier?
1: I'd say pretty
0: likely, no?
2: Ooh, yeah. I mean, look, an expiring contract
0: is always a little bit easier to move.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you can't move Garland, or at least you have to attach something to it and you don't want to do it, Yeah. you can't move Besser.
0: Like, Garland, is it worst-case scenario? You go into next year and you have Garland with Nils Oman and Dakota Joshua again? Yeah. it's, It's not a... It's not a terrible scenario to play out in.
1: No, but Niels Oman can't be your third line center next year. Yeah, that's fair. So I think I, I do think there's a world. As much as I've been, you know, I'm not a big Garland guy, right? Yeah. Like, I, you know, I'm, I'm pretty critical of him, and I don't like his fit on this team. But he's a useful hockey player. He's yeah. a good hockey player. He creates, he's, he has value. He can be part of a functional third line if they have the right center. He could be. It's not ideal, yeah. but he could work. You're paying too much for it, but he could still work, drive, play, help you a little bit defensively, give you some offense, and then be alongside a responsible defensive center.
0: He probably would have worked with a player like Brandon Sutter, actually. Yeah,
1: be the playmaker. For Sutter he can score. he probably get 20 goals next yeah. to <laughs> Tra- Bring Brandon Sutter
0: back. <laughs> Why has this conversation come up so much? Brandon Sutter would actually be a great fit on this Canucks team. <laughs> But, like, prime Brandon Sutter. Yes, yes. And don't pay him $5 bucks a year. No. No? And don't no. trade everything that you traded for Brandon Sutter. Also, like, very much part of the
2: conversation. But he's a foundational piece. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, well,
0: <laughs> aren't all third-line centers foundational pieces? Maybe maybe not. That's that's not true.
2: All right, what's next? Uh, Matt, why does this team continually make it harder on itself with respect to the salary cap?
0: Well, Jim Rutherford has a history of... When they open cap space, it is just to spend the cap space. It's like me when I pay off my credit card. Like, great, that was a great month. Let's start start spending again. Yeah. Do, do you
1: count how much money you have and actual money or how much credit you have? Yeah. Right? It's like, I got 10 grand. <laughs> it's
0: like, first two weeks of the month. Hit, wow, I've probably overspent to those first two weeks. Yeah. Time to tighten it up yeah. here at yeah. the yeah. back of the month. Just going to have some ramen noodles.
1: Yeah. And I mean, unlike. Uh, unlike um, credit cards, yes, you know, you don't pay interest and <laughs> you can't ask for it to just rise, you know. Yeah, and yeah. you pay it off, you get, you get better, you get more credit. So they have made it more difficult for themselves. Mm-hmm. The team maintains, much like Jim Benning told us, we don't have all the information, right? Yeah. That, you know, he, they believe they can move stuff out. They have a plan. We're going to have to see it happen. But yeah we always wonder did you put yourself in a tougher bind leverage wise with the additions you've made to your roster
0: We'll find out when they make that first move right Patrick Alvin has consistently seemed confident that they have a move on the table yeah that there's going to be something now you know timelines exist, right So if you do something before the draft, that helps because then you've got some flexibility to do things as free agency opens. If you have to wait till after the draft, after free agency, then you know you're kind of limited, and you're left doing picking up what other people have passed over. One thing I'll
1: refer to is when they made the trade and moved Jason Dickinson. Yeah. And they got Stillman back in return, Riley mm-hmm. Stillman. The thing I heard was, hey, they think they can flip them and get something back in return. He played poorly. Like they can't flip this guy. You're going to buy him out on this. Are we talked. Like, are yep. they going to buy out, buy him out for one third and just get the money off your books? And they got a decent prospect. Like, you know.
2: Trade
0: him for Josh Bloom.
1: Yeah, I mean, not a great, like, a, like it's, it's still value. They still got value in return for him. So, I hope it's much like that. All right, next.
2: Leo, if OEL and Myers are as defensively effective as the 21-22 season, will the noise to buy out OEL subside? Does Myers get re-signed on the super cheap? I'd love the chaos and tears myself.
0: Wow, Leo, that is, uh... That's scenario. A, that's a glass
2: yeah. half full. That is an unlikely scenario to
0: play out. <laughs> Not only are they coming back next year, but you're giving an extension yes. to Tyler Myers. Um uh, okay. The the first part of it, could they be as defensively effective as they were in OEL's first season? I think that's entirely dependent on Oliver Ekman Larson, yes. You know? Um I think this management group knows what Tyler Myers is. I think Myers and what Myers is able to do is well-known around the league. Yeah, I think he would have decent value come trade deadline if he were to be available in trade as a rental type of player.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's more so and has always been about the contract with Myers. As for OEL, you're sort of hoping he can bounce back so that you don't have to buy him out in the next, what, two years?
1: Yeah, and I think at this, at this stage the hopeful thing is to point at some of these defensemen who are having a resurgence in their 30s you know we've seen a number of them yeah and it's like hey can he do something similar and i'm not saying go and become a top pairing defenseman and and all of a sudden be nominated for norris or anything like that it's just more of can he get back to what he was last year maybe better like is that actually a possibility other players have done so right could that be the case here with him i have my doubts and skepticism you know, he feels like he didn't have the right off season, so maybe being healthy that's going to help him out. We'll ultimately see, right? For for this contract to work, he's going to have to be like a number three defenseman, and that's yeah. still probably overpaid. But th- that's what he has to be, I think, Dan, for the buyout conversation not to be here a year from now or two years from now. Like he's, a, he doesn't have to. He's not just being like last yeah. year; it's being even better than last year.
0: I think you made the the perfect comp uh, earlier this week where. Can OEL be sort of the Canucks, Tyler Sagan, or Jamie Benn? Yeah. We're like, you're still not living up to that contract, but you're giving us something, right? You're giving us $5 million value, and we can live with that. Yeah. We can work around that. But the way he played this past year, he's not you're not able to work around that. You're not able to work with that. So what I think about OEL kind of ties into the the commercial the Canucks set out today. How much can the structure habits and standard of the organization help oel get back to being uh better than a replacement level player
1: structure standards
0: <laughs> habits baby yeah
1: at least it's not competing your nature
2: <laughs> unfinished business yeah habits
0: uh, standard structure we're just lowering the bar a little bit here. yeah we'll uh, get another segment here on can <laughs> <laughs> Habits, standard structure Okay. Next.
2: This one from John. Speaking of OEL, I know we've talked about this before. No matter how ugly it looks, what would an OEL trade look like, assuming they retain salary?
0: I'm not even really all that interested in it. Like, not to, um, not to say I don't want to answer your question, John, but it's just it's hard to entertain. The idea that OEL is willing to get moved.
1: Not only that, like even if he was willing to get moved, like how are you moving it?
0: Yeah. Like people it are costs asking too much. What well, people are
1: asking for an extra first-round pick to get Connor Garland, who's yeah. playing, like he's producing and <laughs> yes. playing well.
0: Who produces at easily a second-line rate?
1: Yeah. At five-on-five. Five. And people want an asset for him because he's getting paid, you know, too much. He's getting five you know, He's actually owed seventeen million in the final three years, so five and a half million, roughly a little yeah. bit more per year. So people are balking at that and saying they want like maybe a first round pick back in return for it. What do you think teams want for a guy who's owed over thirty million
2: on his contract?
1: Uh, well, two it's first just round yeah, picks, it's just not three gonna first round pick, Three first round yeah. picks, you know what I mean. So if you'd have dumped the contract, hockey deals your best bet, but for another bad contract, mm-hmm. you're, you're kind of just hoping it works out or you buy him out eventually.
0: The the only scenario is if it's um, and I don't. I haven't gone through every team's roster and there isn't a name that really pops in off the top of my head but do you remember the David Clarkson for Nathan Horton deal yes yeah. Where it was just like Columbus was just, we just want a warm body. Yes. <laughs> this guy can actually skate. We we can't when because his contract wasn't insured, I think yeah. it was, because of the concussion. Nathan issues. Horton's contract was not insured. Because he
1: had the concussion with the Bruins. Yeah. He left afterwards, they didn't get the contract insured. They're like, Well, we can't afford to pay a guy not to play. Yeah. At least that guy can play on our fourth line.
0: Yeah, we know he's not a great player, yeah. but we're paying a guy to play and we don't like paying a guy to not play. Yeah. And the Leafs were more than happy to be like you're going to take this contract from us? We can just LTIR this other guy? Great. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah. We'll do that. Yeah. Um, barring that scenario playing out, like, I just... It, and again, that also hinges on OEL being willing to waive his no move. I, there's not really any realistic scenario that OEL moves other than a buyout.
2: Uh, we got a couple on this. Jay and Intergalactic Potato. Great name. Yeah, that's, that's uh, great. Is there a spot on the big club now for Hoaglander? And uh, the potato says, where does Hoaglander fit in the lineup next year?
0: Right now, there isn't a ready-made spot for Hoaglander. I mean, you've kind of done this process before, but you've got Kuzmenko, Mikheyev on the first line. Uh, You've got Besser, Bovillier, Garland, Joshua. So... Yeah, PDG's not locked in, but Hoaglander, Podkolzen are still in a scenario where they're going to have to fight for their place on the team come training camp. And I think that's the way it should be, to be quite honest. Uh, you want that sort of uh, buzzwords, internal competition on your roster, on your in your organization. And I think that's the way that it should be. But if and when a Garland or Beauvillier or Besser gets moved in the offseason, season then there is obviously more space for Hoaglander or Pot Colson to end up in the starting lineup next year. Yeah,
1: I think for Hoaglander, it kind of has to be a subtraction for it to work here. Yeah. Maybe the best place for it to work is on a different team. Interesting. So we'll see with him.
0: Did Hoaglander like rebuild some level? Does he have trade value cuz he's already, Oh, he has value. He he's has put value. together some,
1: you know, I don't know what Hoaglander's value is, but he has value. He's got an NHL resume, at yeah, least a little bit of it. He does. And it really comes down to how much Vancouver has to clear and how they're going to do it. Mm-hmm. And how are they going to use Hoaglander as part of that? And we discussed that yesterday the possibility and how he gets kind of used. Is he a make weight in a type of trade? Right. But for him to truly have a chance and for you to look at it and say he's going to be able to play here and not get sent down and he's going to be the best version of himself, two players have to exit. Yeah. Two forwards have to go.
0: And the biggest thing is, you know, Hoaglander is cheap. Right, and th- that's always going to be a factor in why a player has trade value and why another one doesn't, even though you know, again, a player like Garland has a lot of production to his name and has had a pretty good NHL career, but it's a very expensive one, and teams don't like paying for middle six wingers, as we've seen.
2: Uh, this one from DG Who is your realistic dream player to drop to the Canucks at 11? What is the percent chance they get a second first-round pick or second pick? Separate questions there.
0: So, the ultimate player to drop is Connor Bedard. But that's not happening.
2: <laughs> it's a, it, it's a realistic <laughs> it's a dream <laughs> realistic. player. Oh, that's re- okay, realistic.
1: Is that the guy we talked about in the earlier segment? Yeah,
0: Matthew Mitchkoff. That's the best case.
1: Mm-hmm. The second best would be Benson. i mm-hmm. will say it's, it's those two guys, right?
0: I, I'd say more than... Those players than one of the defensemen. Yeah. Well, I
2: think could Reinbacher he, fall? Yeah, yeah, I
1: think he
0: could. I think he could. Yeah.
1: Like I think I do know there are teams that love Reinbacher, but maybe it's not a team that's in the top ten.
0: It's just so strange because with the defensemen, it seemed all season long we were convinced there wasn't one great defenseman in this draft. Mm-hmm. And now, the closer we get to draft day, it's almost feeling like not only one, but potentially two of these defensemen could end up going in the top ten. <laughs> yeah. So it, maybe I'm wrong, but teams are always going to look at the defensemen and have their defensemen be a tiebreaker in their draft boards. We've talked about this, but ultimately, the player with the most upside that could drop because of his situation is Matt Faitmichkov, and I don't think there's too much debate on that. If he's available at 11. I would love to see Patrick Alvin run up to yeah. the podium and be like, "We're taking the Russian." Yes, exactly. We're taking <laughs> this. Don't even say his name. <laughs> just we're taking the kid, the Russian yeah. kid. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. The only question with him again is like, what's going on that we don't know about? Yes. And how bad or is that, or how problematic is that, and how much of a problem could it be? But given, let's say, it's just normally problematic. If you're and just basing waiting, it on a talent, years, yeah. and waiting a couple years. You waiting a couple years? Uh, yeah, I think I think he's a guy you have to take, and, and Benson. Like, I, there's a chance I think Benson can be there, and he could be a really nice player.
0: As for getting a second first-round pick, I don't I don't see it. Um, what I would say is a second-round pick is potentially more likely. Yeah, but who's getting a second? I think it's a move up. As right. Okay. Alvin has okay. alluded to. Yeah. I, think that's, I think that's... Yeah. That's, 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 that, that's the more... If we're grading, yeah. like, most likely scenarios to net you a second-round pick, it's you use your surplus of picks yeah. in the third and fourth to jump up into the second round.
1: And the only players who are going to net you a first-round pick are players that... Well, Demko's probably not getting traded. Yeah. JT. JT we talk about but I mean those are the only two guys that you look at that have been discussed before that can net you a first so it doesn't look to be in the cards
0: and the thing about Demko like just to let's go down the the, the road a little bit of the hypothetical of trading Demco. yes there are teams that could be goalie desperate yep. right the LA Kings the New Jersey Devils people are going to point at them and say that team needs a goalie if you are a team that's ready made looking at a window of contention are you going to pay an arm and a leg for three years of Thatcher Demko, or do you try to work out a trade for pending UFA next year, Connor Hellebuck? Right, the cost is probably not as much, and you're getting a better candidate. Goal. So, I think those types of teams would probably look at Hellebuck and say, "We're more willing to pay this price in trade yeah. for this goal,"
1: instead of that astronomical
0: price. Yes instead of trying to meet the Canucks price for Thatcher Demko which we know is going to be very very high and probably something no team is going to reach so don't expect another first round
2: yeah ah Uh, this one from Vicky if you could take two previous or present Sportsnet 650 personnel on a road trip who would sit shotgun who would provide the snacks and who would be in charge of the music so I'm assuming you have to be one of them because you're only taking two people so who would that be Previous or present?
0: Past or present? Okay. I'm, uh... Wow. Seaball C- would be fun to have as your music guy.
1: He, he would be. I, I'd, I'd maybe pick Josh as the music guy, to be honest. Oh, wow. Josh man. Josh. Like Sneaky. I think the guys that are really good at music, Sneaky Good, Josh and Bic. Yeah, oh, it's great
0: with music. Man, I spent too much time with you guys already. Yeah. It's going to be one of the <laughs> yeah. but be, like if
1: you're, if you're choosing a music guy, like, yeah. i got to choose a music guy. So i got to choose one of those guys.
0: Seaball, we're probably playing a lot of classic rock, maybe. Seaball would. He's probably got some, like, you know, out there things, too. But he'd be super entertaining. Like, yeah. he'd talk the whole time. He'd mm-hmm. talk the whole time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love Seaball. Somebody to just fill the awkward space. Uh... Um so I'm 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 going C ball. You know what I'll I'll, uh, I'll represent the two uh the two previous two previous six fifty employees. The other one I'd say um prob maybe like low on the uh on the power rankings of who would be listed, but I think I think Perry would be a good uh good snack bringer.
1: Oh he would. Perry would. That Perry would be, would be a really good I, snack bringer. He would be a good snack I mean,
0: And those I, guys are great vets, so they've yeah. they've got a ton of stories. So you if know, you want road trip stories, like they probably got a big stable of them.
1: I gotta go with Aldi. Hall. You're oh, gonna bring yeah. aldi be, like, you to in. Cuz like you could just Man, sit shotgun. Cuz <laughs> 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 like aldi know one great stories. Yes. Very smart guy, great conversationalist, too great to talk to, and like a very generous person, yeah. right? You know, like you know, you want to talk about snacks, former player, healthy snacks, good snacks, never hungry really stuff. League. You know exactly, right? So, yeah. you got to have aldi in there. Yeah, that's a good pick.
2: Is there a present Employee that would be like really good at snacks. I'm trying to think of someone.
1: barra because at least he could, he he'll, he actually brings us food every once in a while. Yeah, that's yeah, true. So maybe barra barra Yeah. Yeah, probably.
2: I I put the boss in there. That's, <laughs> that's <good. laughs> <Yeah>. jamie got. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry, Cam has to be there.
0: Jamie's got young kids, so you know he's grocery shopping for snacks very often. yes he must, He's, he must he's probably good, got that online yeah, yeah, he's, got he's probably hand. got some like snack ideas on lockdown. Yeah. But he might sleep the whole time because he's got kids at home, <laughs> so he's yeah. gonna pass out. <laughs> he's just like, okay, guys, I'm good. <laughs> um yeah Huh randeep would be good on snacks too yeah randeep would be good. he might be good for
2: music too but there might be like nah he just, like, just he just plays like, good two, good. Artists. Oh, he's he like two artists always oh, he playing 90s rap. yeah, <laughs> yeah. It,
0: like 90s rap That's yeah it, you know? fair we just enough listen to tupac <laughs> tupac biggie a little bit of jay-z uh, good Yeah. You know, we've heard hit him up four times already can we can we move on <laughs>
2: Discount Dracula. Have you ever dined multiple times at the same restaurant in a week?
1: Oh, yeah. I've been to like Cactus Club a couple times in a week. Yeah. I mean, especially because like we have one close by here. Yeah. There's been times where it's like you end up going a couple times a week. Whole Foods. That's
2: not a restaurant. You're right. You're right. I forgot the restaurant place. Maybe the hot bar you call a restaurant?
1: Josh's idea of a date is Guys, the hot bar. Guys, my budget
2: is not high.
1: No, that, you know, the Whole Foods hot bar is a high budget. It's not a cheap one.
0: You're
1: there's
2: right.
0: A, there's a couple of my local sushi joints that I might eat drop into uh, you know, one yeah on occasion during a week yeah i can do that a couple times yeah a
1: really good sushi place local staples yes
2: some yeah. pizza places when i worked at mcdonald's i, <laughs> I would yeah <laughs> i would eat there often <laughs> <laughs> that was uh
0: that, that happens quite a bit oh okay yeah um i can't like i don't know outside of a generic place like a cactus or something like that i can't say it's happened really ever nor do I think I, I would want that yeah. to be a thing necessarily. So, yeah. Other than that, can't say that I have
2: Okay. Okay. Uh, next one. If you could open up a road sti- roadside stand, what would you like to sell? Roadside oh, stand.
1: Espresso. Espresso. <laughs> well,
2: I'm assuming it's like, it's hot I, out. Yeah. You got to maximize sales. Do you think people are stopping for spros? <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was not confident have you not you walked the seawall recently there's like uh, there's those little coffee yeah I guess everywhere
2: you yeah. would have to diversify the menu
0: though yes hey, man, it- coffee is like it's the biggest markup on the planet of anything. Well, oh so, yeah, that's ha- why there's so many coffee shops. Exactly. You know what I would
1: try to do? I, w- I would try to find those prime waters or whatever. Oh know, like a man, so those, and then do that because I think you know people are looking for it. It's like, man, this dude has it on the side.
2: <laughs> yeah, they're <laughs> sold at Seven Eleven now. I went in there. Yeah. Are they, they like? They are they still enough? eight yeah. bucks per? Or I don't know. Or I don't know. Anyone? Anytime I see someone with them at the gym, yeah. I am. Uh, I think less of them. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, Josh, you're gonna think less of me. I've had the uh, the rocket popsicle one.
2: That's the only one that seems appealing. Just it was not good. It was never a mind. Medicine. Okay, it? no, it's not not, not very
0: good. No. So I would oh. not would not recommend. Gatorade G2 is
2: just solid. I don't know. G2 is good. Yeah, the blue one. Uh and we'll end with this one, as it's gonna be hot out. So, soaking in a shallow river or swimming in a cool lake on a scorching day, what would you rather do?
0: Ooh, swimming in a cool lake. Yeah,
2: as a former resident of Chilliwack, I would go to Cultus Lake every day after school. Yeah, so probably well, not every day, but like in June when it's you're off at two thirty and it's hot outside. Yeah, a lot of days. How cold is the lake though? It's not super. Not not super cold. Yeah,
1: I'm I'm down with the lake. I will say like little like rivers up or streams on the mountains yeah they're fantastic on hot days you go to the north shore oh yeah yeah just kind of put your feet in the stream it's ice
0: cold water but a scorcher it's pretty good things i have not done enough yeah
2: yeah well, i find i only do rivers when i'm camping <laughs> but
0: is the value of having and owning a pool there for a place that isn't Hot twelve yes. months of the year. If you
1: can, if you can afford it and you can maintain it, it's worth having a pool, especially with the way summers are going now. Yeah, like I, I'll so get,
0: like. You've probably opened your pool
2: up already. It's May.
0: Yeah. So you're getting four or five good months out of it? You can probably get Maybe I'd September?
1: Say three. I'd say you get you You're definitely months. getting September. Yeah, I, I think. think. Three months. I'd say July, August, September, and then yeah. maybe some days. Well, probably in June quite a bit. Yeah. Well, so I if think you. you a pool right now. You have yeah. yeah. opened it. how oh, the, exactly. the weather this week? I know our guy, Jeffro. He does pools. I know he's been super busy. Mm-hmm.
0: Jeffro's going to have some thoughts. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, he's gonna,
1: yeah. I know he's busy right now, but he's opening pools. I don't the need pools. any
0: more pools on my list, guys. I got enough pools. Because
1: Vancouver's getting so hot now. Yes. We, like me and my partner, we do a couple trips now. We just do staycades and get a place for the pool. Yeah. And it's great in the summer. So it's like, I wouldn't have to do that again. Still got to figure out the air conditioning scenario. Oh, you tough. need one. Did you not get one? Again? You, no, you got to
2: invest. invest. You didn't get one at the end year. of last year?
0: I, I wouldn't even. No, I didn't.
2: No. Rookie move. move.
0: Last year wasn't too bad. Last
2: well, year well last year was bad. <laughs> it's bad every year. <laughs>
0: getting bad every year My, I, I don't know
2: it wasn't wasn't too too bad there was no heat dome last no, year so i guess that's better definitely
0: no heat dome. Oh. So, All right that's it for the mailbag here on canuck central we do it every single friday this one a podcast exclusive hope you enjoyed it you can always send your questions to at satir shaw when he sends out the prompt on twitter subscribe and leave a review that way you never miss an edition of the mailbag or anything else we've got going on On Canuck Central. For producers Elon and Josh, my co-host Sat, I'm Dan. You've been listening to Canuck Central.